0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM
1: 89.3. Uh, that time of the week where we put the spotlight on China indeed we do
2: and some yeah of course the cryptocurrency issue is making headlines again some holders in china and hong kong scrambling to find a way to safeguard their bitcoin and other tokens this of course comes after china's central bank published a new document last friday spelling out tougher measures in its wider crypto crackdown Uh, this includes souped up systems to monitor crypto related transactions Question though is, did China's ban really come as a huge surprise considering its more recent bold moves. And what sort of impact will this have on the cryptocurrency world?
1: Oh, good one. Uh, Plus, uh, we all saw videos of it and we should have been updated by now. You would have seen highlights of this. The hero's welcome in China of Huawei Technologies Executive Meng Wanzhou landed in China last Saturday evening over the weekend, that is, after nearly three years under house arrest in Canada. Uh, What does uh, Ms. Meng's release mean for the future of Huawei? And is her release? least a chance to perhaps reset bilateral ties between China and possibly the United States.
2: And still on China, of course, widening power shortages have halted production at numerous factories, including many supplying Apple and Tesla. Ryan has spoken at length about this. So what really is behind this latest move? How will it affect China's economic recovery? Uh, To give us his perspective on those headlines, we're joined now by Dr. O. A. San. He's Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Now, Dr. O., I'm sure you're aware China's central bank came forward and said on Friday that all cryptocurrency-related transactions are illegal in the country. They must be banned. We saw Bitcoin go down by as much as 6% and Ether sinking 10% amid a wider sell-off early on Friday. The thing is, a lot of investors said it could have been a lot worse. But because this comes on the back of China's clampdown on various sectors, tech, property, power, some are saying that actually the crypto ban doesn't really come as a surprise. Perhaps give us your perspective of how this fits into the bigger picture of China's recent bold moves and to what extent this will affect the wider cryptocurrency world.
0: Well, number one, I think China is trying very hard to rein in what it perceives as uh, over speculations on various uh, financial markets, not the least on, well, a virtual financial market, right, with bitcoins and ether and uh, various other uh, crypto uh, currencies. Well, this should not come as a surprise. Number one, as you said, China has been clamping down various other uh, what it perceives to be speculative industries. But also a few months ago, you saw China banning the mining of uh, or electronic mining of uh, crypto currency including Bitcoin and and so on. So I think the markets have been factoring in the, that China sooner or later would be banning cryptocurrency outright uh, as well as to how it would affect, for example, the circulation of bitcoins around the world. Well, you saw that uh, when China was banning the, the mining of bitcoins, uh, immediately the, these uh, miners they would uh, relocate to other countries uh, with uh, low electricity prices. So I would imagine uh, if China or Chinese uh, were not uh, able to... Uh, to trade in Bitcoins, uh, I think uh, the the markets from various other places around the world, they will swoop in and try to absorb uh, those uh, Bitcoins. So let's see how it plays out over the next few weeks, and then we will have a clearer picture. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Watch this space. Uh, another space we're watching,
1: uh, Dr. O, oh, is uh, Huawei Technologies uh, executive Meng Wanzhou landing in China over the weekend. Uh, she spent about three years under house arrest in Canada, and it was a bit of a, a hero's welcome. You know, there were supporters there, there was the state media, uh, you know, trying to portray this sign of a strong country, a diplomatic coup in that sense. Ultimately, what does the release mean where Huawei is concerned? We saw over the past year or so how uh, Huawei is no longer part of the Google Play ecosystem. And, and that's really on the tech side. Could this perhaps maybe sort of reset bilateral relationships? So what's your opinion?
0: No, I think that is a overstatement. <laughs> huh? Huawei is still uh, <laughs> remaining uh, on the US authorities' uh, radar. Uh, or regulatory, rather, at least, uh, in uh, Ms. Wang's uh, so-called deferred uh, prosecution agreement with uh, the U.S. authorities. She admitted to uh, a series of things short of uh, an outright admission of Mm. uh, guilt. And, uh, you know, those uh, statements of uh, so-called mutually agreed uh, facts, I think, would also come back to uh, haunt uh, Huawei as the U.S. uh, chooses, uh, if it does, to uh, further pursue Huawei's involvement in the busting of the Iran uh, sanctions right. and and so on but i think ultimately underlying all this is uh, is still the us concerns uh, which cuts through uh, both the trump and biden administration right. that uh, you know Huawei is a threat to us national security yeah. mm, no chance for them
2: mm. <laughs> uh dr o this has been making headlines all morning it's China is in the grip of a power crunch as a shortage of coal supplies toughening emission standards and of course strong demand from manufacturers and industry are pushing coal prices to record highs and this of course is triggering widespread curbs on usage so let's talk about this again in the same vein that some analysts are describing it as in the as the recent clampdowns on other industries within China Tell us more about where you think this particular move fits in and what will it do to the country's growth outlook considering that factories are shutting down due to this latest move?
0: Well, I think China is uh, taking a series of very bold adjustment moves. Uh, We saw, for example, in financial markets, but also in the energy markets. I think in the long run, it will try to uh, move away from its uh, what I would call coal dependency right, in terms of generating electricity and energy in uh, general, but uh, that is a very painful process because coal power plants, for example, accounts for I think at least half of China's uh, power plants, uh, if not more. Imagine having to, uh, albeit gradually, shutting down half your power plants in the country, right? So, uh, in 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 that sense, and also couple with the fact that China would like to have a so-called clear and blue sky for its uh, upcoming uh, Winter Olympics uh, (coughs) early next year. So all these factors would come into play uh, when the the industry is uh, reviving after the pandemic in China, where there's uh, a lot of demand for electricity. But then uh, this sort of clamping down on coal-fired power plants still going on. I think after the Winter Olympics, uh, perhaps you will see the situation improves a little bit
2: here. Uh, Dr. Oh, China's clampdown, of course, on various sectors and its handling of the Evergrande issue as well recently perhaps need to be seen in the larger context of presidency's recently expressed philosophy of common prosperity. Then perhaps the real issue for investors to consider is are they comfortable with exposure to his philosophy of common prosperity and its results in terms of where it might leave China in the geopolitical equation? Uh, Where do you think China's recent actions leave it in this equation and how comfortable are investors in general likely to be with it? Uh, We have to consider that some analysts are saying these recent moves have made China actually a dangerous place for investments.
0: Well, it shows that China would not like to entertain the, the sort of speculative industries or sectors they would like to have, uh, for example, really well-grounded uh, manufacturing sectors of a high-tech variety. Uh, Huawei, for example, as you mentioned, uh, is certainly welcomed by the Chinese authorities because it produces uh, various telecom equipment and so on. Whereas uh, if you're going to Bitcoin, then for them it's speculation. You should move away from speculation. So when you choose the industry to go into in, in China and so as not to incur the wrath of the chinese authorities you will have to choose those uh, where it is uh, much more well grounded but yet still high tech and not those uh, speculative ones
1: all right uh, we've been speaking with dr o a sun senior fellow at the singapore institute of international affairs as always dr o we appreciate
0: your time you take care and stay safe